Welcome in to Audio Bistro episode 7. We have a really cool episode today featuring kids. Uh, kids, we got two of the two of the five slash six sometimes. Uh, we got Josiah and AJ, Andrew, Aja. We're going to call him Aja. <laughs> um, Love that. So we got those two joining us. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining on. Um, Happy to be here. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. I'm stoked you guys came on. Love the music. Um, to add some context then to uh, what Kids is all about. So Kids is, Kids is a, you guys are based out of Florida, um, Florida-based, alt-indie band. Um, you know, when I listen to you guys, your vibes, it really feels like euphoric almost. Um, and kind of, some tracks kind of almost have like a taste of like indie pop in, in mixed in a little bit. So hopefully I'm on track, not totally yeah, disrespecting sure. your music here. That's just what I kind of take away. No, the tracks. No, no, right. no, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I was kind of curious, you know, it seems like you guys go back a little bit. Um, I was kind of curious to kick it off here. Um, you know, what what do you both do? What's your kind of roles in the band? Um, and which one of you two is more important to the band? Let's create some drama right Let's create some drama right <laughs> well, away. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us sings. So I would say, I would say, I would say, you know, you can't have a song without vocals. So um, we have two, the, we have two singers, okay. though. So, um Josiah's one and Josh's is other, who he is not with us right now. Okay. But he's no longer with us. No longer. RP Josh. <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah. So I used to play guitar and just sing sort of harmonies and um, a little bit of percussion. And then Aja came into the picture and was just. Um, uh, just such a better guitar player than I am. And so he took on that role and I started playing keys a lot more and writing a lot more um, like vocally. So now I'm uh, taking on some of the vocal responsibilities for part of the record. And so mostly keys, percussion, uh, and vocals. And Andrew now plays guitar. I'm not salty about it or anything. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's fine. But so was the first was it's the first good. song both of you learned on guitar? Was it um what Deep Purple song, the uh, Smoke on the Water? Was that the first uh, songs you learned on the guitar, like everyone else? Yeah, probably. Both of us. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was my first song. I learned that on the guitar. Stairway to Heaven. You're just, I mean, mine was probably like, oh, you know what it was? It was it was Blackbird because my mom taught me Blackbird. that. That's a oh. good one. Did you say you're just yeah. Stairway to Heaven, wow. Aj? Aj? Yeah, oh, you know, Aja? Yeah, Aja? What is it? I think we're saying Aja. Aja. It's really evolved. Aja. Yeah, it's evolved. That's, that's where it's going. Yeah, it was like Stairway to Heaven or maybe a Tears for Fears song. Okay, but okay, yeah. cool. Well, I'm gonna get right into it then. I want to hit the hard hitting questions first. This uh, this one might cause some cool. friction, not with the band, but just Hell like yeah. let's just go. like how you guys travel. So you don't follow many people on Instagram, right? You follow the bandmates, you follow management, maybe. Uh, but you do follow Spirit Airlines, and th th that's pretty much it. So I want to yes. know why Spirit Airlines that's made the true. cut, and if you guys are really worried that this might, you know, <laughs> impact your future travel plans, if other people see this and say, "Fuck these guys," they don't follow us. This will, in fact, solidify all of our future travel plans. with Spirit Airlines. Yeah, I would say so. With Spirit Airlines, yes. so why Spirit Airlines? Because I'm very <laughs> not mad because we actually love them and they yeah. actually love us we are we were the pioneering band into the music for miles program for spirit airlines so we are full ass sponsored by the airline oh, they fly us anywhere that they fly uh on the free and they give us super cute little 
like tour laminates that say lanyards i'm with the band i think i, I think it says it says like artist pass yeah artist pass i'm with the so band something like that <laughs> and in turn we've essentially licensed our likeness to them because when you go to work at spirit airlines say if you right now went and worked at spirit airlines the first day of your training you would sit down and watch a video and that video is this like hype piece that they created mm -hmm. uh, years ago. And it sort of shows the parallel between a touring musician or a touring band and their employees like hard at work. So you might see us like tuning our guitar and then it'll cut to a pilot like tuning their instruments before they kind of go. And it'll show us like loading gear into the trailer. Then it'll show their workers loading luggage into the back of the plane and it has this like really cute they call their employees rock stars um so it has this like really cute sort of parallel and we were the band that they chose and in turn they offered us the sponsorship which w we liked it so much and they liked it so much that it turned into an entire program called music for miles and now there's like 30 artists Holy assigned yeah. to yeah, it what did i just uncover yeah. here well I, I i think i'm doing some uh, some air mile air mile credits now uh for accidentally stumbling upon totally. this for y'all uh, there you uh, go <laughs> welcome to the party not expecting i thought it was just like a shits and giggles like following spirit airlines and no good reason yeah zero shits zero no shits no giggles, shits, giggles. awesome perks all yeah. so you are you are <laughs> all, the official all, sound yeah. all sacks so kids is the official yeah. sound of spirit airlines we're gonna just call it we're gonna leave it at that this the is official, true. unofficial, and also one thing that we've done with them is they'll like, they'll like want to play like a show, right? Okay. Or they'll want to throw a show. So we did it twice, one here and one in uh, Pennsylvania. Essentially, they'll book a show, and we'll play the show. They'll buy half the venue's tickets out and give those to their employees. Oh, cool! As like a Hey, you're going to a show tonight. How fun is that? And then they'll let us sell out the second half of the venue to like our fans. Okay. And it was so cool and we absolutely loved doing it. So loads of fun. Loads of fun. Yeah. And so hopefully like that kind of thing picks up and and then we did a actually you'll see this on our Instagram. We did a cool uh giveaway during quarantine oh, where cool. we, we had a song come out uh and the the song was about getting married, I suppose. Love, oh love yeah, no, that was a cool music video. I was going to ask if you actually got married, and also oh, cool. I don't, I remember who, I don't know who it was, <laughs> but they were using an inhaler a couple times in the music video. I was as a as a also user of an inhaler, <laughs> I appreciated that little tidbit. I was wondering if that was like a for real thing, sure. for the inhaler, or just like so sort of. <laughs> it was for real Christian using Josh's inhaler because Josh. Actually Josh needs disgusting. It. Needs the inhaler, but yeah. we exploited him needing it for him to That's use fair. it for whatever Shout reason. Out Josh. But good guy, Josh. We did a live. We did like a live performance of that song remote, in, remote okay. over like a software very close to this. Um, and in, what was cool in the video because it was all about like I'm gonna marry that girl was like the hook of the song. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we did was we partnered with Spirit to say hey let's give away sort of a honeymoon trip to anyone who either got married over quarantine like had their wedding plans kind of yeah. shit out yep. on them uh so we we said that we said hey guys if you got married over covid uh in quarantine send us footage and we will randomize it i suppose yeah. and pick a pick a name out of the hat and you'll sort of win this spirit honeymoon 
getaway. And it was really cool. They loved it. And this couple, I think from Orlando, won. Yeah. Um, well, shit. You have inspired me to fly Spirit Airlines, maybe more. I've, uh, I'm not going to say who I fly then. I just feel like it'd be discourteous at this point. Um, Whoever it is, fuck them. Yeah, they're not getting a follow on. Just they're, they're not Spirit. getting a follow. That's for sure. No way. No well, way. Well, damn. Well, that's a cool story. I was not ready for that rabbit hole, but I'm happy we just dove into it. Um, Sorry. No, no, more of that, please. That was awesome. Um, yeah. So let, let's talk about kids then. Enough about spirit. Let's talk about kids. Uh, when I when I first stumbled upon y'all, I'm not sure if you are Mac Miller fans. Like I'm a diehard Mac Miller. R.I.P. Sure. Yeah. Um, I still think the greatest mixtape ever was his kids album. So that's that's where my brain goes. Yeah, it's like, it's oh, so hopefully it's just hopefully their name is just uh, based off Mac Miller's kids mixtape. But I'm sure it's not. So I guess what inspired the name kids? So originally, I think it was a bit darker than that. Oh, uh, the I think 1994 film, Kids. Okay. Uh, it's like sort of a really dramatic coming of age film. Very sad. I always resonated with that. That wasn't like I liked the idea of like the the uh, the rawness and the ruggedness of that film mm-hmm. and and the adolescence of just like real life and whatever. But the name, ultimately, the way that we arrived to it was from a Picasso quote um, all children are artists the problem is how to remain an artist once he grows up and that was where it actually oh shit came deep from. thought into this yeah. name cool I thought it was just like hey sure, let's just be yeah. fucking youth for a whole life and never grow up and I was like that's, that's, I mean essentially that's, I that's the, the spirit, spirit. That's the spirit. Yeah. I mean I was gonna say because I mean y'all have been releasing music since I, I mean Spotify wise there's a, there's a song on there from or an album on there from 2013 um, so like not mm-hmm. to age anyone, but that would make all of us. I was born in '94. We're not fucking kids anymore. Um, no, so we're at least all 12 years old. Yeah, That's no, for sure. at heart, at heart, we're yeah. at 12 years old still. Um, uh, but you know, your music carries that youthful uh, vibe. So I mean, I mean, I'll be honest. Are y'all just kind of like a married couple now who goes around telling people that you know, hey, we're just like kids. You know, we want to keep that youthful vibe. We're just all like, we're like, the, yeah, she keeps me young. You know. You know, Aja keeps me young. Is that kind of what it's like? You go for- Aja keeps me young. Yep. Yeah, we say that a lot. <laughs> That's, yeah. That is, yeah. Actually, that is true. He's a lot younger than the rest of us. We met him at a show that we were playing as a four-piece, and he was guitar teching for one of the bands that we were with. It's 2014, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And he was just so adorable and so sweet and was like, wanted to help. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I play some instruments. And we're like, sure you do. <laughs> and he's like... Uh, you know, and we're like, actually, we're we're shooting a music video tomorrow. Uh, would you want to come be like an extra in it? And we just forgot about him. And then he literally showed up, and we we're like, damn, this kid is so down. Uh, and then we needed a fifth player to to perform the record Rich Coast in 2015 or 2016 when we decided to play that record. And <laughs> someone had thought he played keys. There's I mean, you t- can tell this story. There was a, it's there pretty was cool. a horrible mix-up. <laughs> yeah, I a bit of a mix-up. Matt, Mike. who's not with us, who plays drums in the band, gave me a call, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, there's going to be practice. Uh, can you make it? Come by, play some of the songs. We'll see if it's a good fit." I was super stoked. I was like, "Okay, awesome." I learned all this. I, they send me a Dropbox link. The record was not out yet. Uh, this was Rich Coast. Um, wasn't out yet. This is in 2015. They're getting ready to play. I think it was the album release it show was the release on show, release yeah. day. And so I learn all these songs on guitar and I show up and there's a keyboard set up for me. And they're kind of like, cool, so you'll be right over there. And I like look and I'm like, 
oh cool where's the guitar I'm like no you're gonna play keys um and so i spent that practice absolutely fumbling just bullshit around <laughs> yeah, the, yeah not even knowing what to play and then i think from there it was like the next few weeks i'd be like in the corner with headphones on my little yamaha keyboard listening to the song and then trying to find where it was i had no um piano experience before playing this a yeah. true artist he's one of a kind but we uh we we made it work yeah and then he did that for like two, two, two or three, three years yeah. until Jesus. we kind of switched and uh and everybody plays i mean we're very everybody is multi-instrumental in the okay. band in terms of you will if you come to a kid's live experience you will see um everybody sort of hopping around um minus matt who does play other instruments but he stays locked down on the drums because none of us can quite hold it down like that but uh yeah you'll see a lot of different instruments maybe instruments that even if you don't necessarily hear them prominently when you're listening or it wouldn't be mm -hmm. something you'd expect um there's a lot of fun stuff that we get to jump around on live. Well, huh? yeah. I mean, like, let's talk about it. I mean, you've had some trumpets. You've had some saxophones. I mean, I, sure. I mean, I, I could be biased, but, um, uh, you know, I was kind of curious at what point you found it imperative that the band needed some sax in there. I mean, <laughs> um, it really, I mean, truly, when you listen to some of your songs, uh, like, it's an element that really ties it all together and, you know, embrace debate here, but is the saxophone the sexiest instrument on the planet? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It absolutely is. Okay. Yes. And that the was sub-bass. So when I, I sub basis, sub -basis <laughs> when you get those brown notes, you know you ever heard of like a brown note? Just like, oh yeah, you shoot your, when you oh, feel yeah, it, oh, oh you yeah. just feel it. I, I think yeah. the sax plug-in because none of us actually, the five of us who are um, officially on paper kids, uh, we none of us actually play the saxophone. So we have yep. a plug-in in our music software, and I think it's called the sexy sax. That sounds about right. And that, that is how right. that's how we write the sax part on the piano. And then you just contract to contract someone out to do it live. Then I'm assuming. I mean, mm -hmm. I've seen, I've seen, I watched some of your live clips. And you definitely have, you know, people ripping it. We have a lovely, well, a few lovely guys, but one in particular. One in particular that we just absolutely love. Yeah, shout out to okay. Patrick Montanari, who is who's also better at all of our instruments than we are. Yeah, he's good guy, Patrick, but not really. He's quite, uh, he's quite the virtuoso. So he plays <laughs> the shows with us live, and he's amazing and crushes those parts. Well, hell yeah! I mean, I loved it. It's one of my favorite elements of your songs. Um, Thanks, man. I think too, yeah. uh, just not about, I guess, why we thought all of a sudden it should have sax. We always like, especially Josh, who we call Diaz. He's always really adamant about having sort of uh organic sounding things in the music so whether that's okay. love that percussive instruments or uh horns or obviously saxophone like whatever it is he it, there needs to be this like sort of human element to it even if we do mm -hmm. a, an entirely electronic uh mm -hmm. song there still needs to be like an analog sort of human element to it and okay. this last record in rich coast it was it was trumpets and French yeah. horns and stuff like that and then this one we kind of leaned into the sax and it's hard to hear the songs without sax now yeah that's very true no i i think i, I think i totally agree um I mean, not enough people do it you know, who's um who's the edm artist that has a lot of uh, saxophone in their music um i'm gonna blame it. it's not gonna be it's not matoma matoma's got a really cool vibe they're like a summary vibe uh, it's more of a heavy edm 
I'll I'll fucking think of it after this. It's not going to matter at this point. Um, Shoot me a text. But, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, let's connect after this. Um, uh, so I wanted to talk about a little bit about uh, the Lost Cities television that y'all kind of just pumped out on Instagram. I think episode two was just on Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of a unique spin on like dropping music videos almost. I mean, it seemed like a cool little like get an intro <laughs> part that led up to like um, like a music music video my i mean did i interpret it right or am i just completely no no it? that's great we we weren't 100 yeah, dive into sure. it dive into it i want to hear about yeah. it yeah i i mean i'll i'll hand this to aj because this was him and matt's um sort of vision there's a lot of devo in the mood board yeah i'll say that we, well and i mean even to loop in you know things like sax were such big fans of the 80s and the music that came out of that time and so I think we were mid-COVID, like a lot of bands, not able to do a lot of the things that we would normally do to push a record. And so um, towards the tail end of lockdown, we decided to get creative. And we, Matt and I, we, uh, we live together. And so we, not as partners, but as roommates. And we, <laughs> we were sitting and just sort of trying to think of ideas of um, things we could do. And so we came up with this concept for of Lost Cities television or LCP TV um, and okay. it's basically sort of episodic in format and uh, a way for us to play it was a way for us to play the songs live um, and show a live performance um, all of the the LCP TV um, episodes the live performances those are like a hundred percent live um, and we had mm -hmm. a lovely mixing engineer Brian Maloof do all the mixes on them uh, and recording engineers Gerard and Nick Salah from yes. Steadlight Shout out to Steadlight Productions. Love yeah. them. I mean, it was Love crazy. Them. And it was also really funny because, A, this was the first time we had played these songs together. Okay. At ever. <laughs> like, we were kind of workshopping them right before we started recording. We all, we all had, like, rehearsed them on our own because we had the stems. But we, <laughs> we were kind of workshopping them a little bit before we rolled. And it was hilarious because we had a ton of our friends on set with us if they were either camera operators or hairstylists or wardrobe people or pinning the yeah pinning jackets. our jackets and stuff like whoever was there hel helping out none of them had ears so we can obviously hear everything uh <laughs> Meaning they, uh, these I know fucking maniacs, all of them had together the, the cut audio, their ears off. Yeah, they're all the just like aliens. Playback. They kind of fit in with the whole Lost <laughs> Cities vibe, actually. The whole vibe, yeah, they were there. The requirement for being on set was, was to have no ears, yeah. Good vibes and no ears. Fair enough. So none of them had uh, in ear monitors on them. Yeah. Uh, so they literally heard like one guitar from a crazy distance where the amp was. <laughs> loud ass drums and just five guys singing into nothing <laughs> and it was so funny because there's a lot of parts that are like super down and it's like yeah. just keys maybe in vocals yeah. or you know like a string part happening on keys she's <laughs> hearing the click of a keyboard yeah so the the Weird. room i think we're gonna release all the videos the with room, room takes <laughs> with the room audio we'll call it the kids the room kids shreds yeah yeah, yeah. Seems, kids kind of room takes. seems kind of raw it's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you hear like be, the br heavy breathing and like the feet shuffling. Yeah, all that stuff would be good. Guess what? No Quite one does it, so you might. Someone's got to start it. And maybe it'll pick up, right? Maybe it'll pick up. It'll yeah. pick up potentially. So y'all are big like, ASMR. We could do it. Could be like an ASMR thing. Yeah. No, as I'm saying, someone's got to do it. It's just one of those things. You're never going to stand out if you don't do things that other people 
aren't doing. But you guys do mm-hmm. kind of stand out. Uh, I think Lost City's helped that a lot. We'll talk about Lost City soon. Um, but uh, you guys mentioned you're kind of big 80s lovers. I think I have an old soul myself where my soul lives in the 80s in terms of like the music I love. Um, mm-hmm. You pull any inspiration from any specific bands from that genre, that timeline into your music? Totally, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm a big Smiths fan. Everyone else in my band hates Morrissey. <laughs> or they don't hate him. They just don't think he's like the greatest. I, like I think Morsi. they're crazy. But <laughs> I, I certainly pull pull a lot of inspiration from from the Smiths. Okay. Uh, all of us collectively love like Tears for Fears. Yeah, okay. Tears for Fears is a um, huge one. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else we Depeche specifically mode. pull from. Yeah. Things um, like that. You know? Yeah, oh. there's, a, there's a lot there. I think Matt would spend way too much time answering this he question. He would give you a, a, a discography favorites of the 80s. He'd go year, year by year, his favorite 80s. band that peaked each year. And yeah. like, this is where I 84, I think it was probably, yeah. I exactly. mean, also, you know, we love, like, we also, a lot of us are, like, fans of specific music producers who, like, helped transform bands. I mean, Brian Eno through the 80s, like, if you look at, like, you know, everything from Bowie all the way till, like, the late, you know, mid to late, 2010s with like the work he did on Coldplay's record like everything yeah. in between and you know he carried like I think like sort of the 80s sound and kind of pioneered it so there's a lot of like that influence for sure as well in in, in the music well fuck yeah I mean yeah y'all guys are, you guys have some, um, some like electronic vibes in your in your uh, songs and obviously I feel like that really started to kick off and I mean maybe I'm just too young to actually know this but like in the 80s and um that the little electronic more keyboard more synthy stuff was kind of picking up in the 80s and then just kept getting traction to the 90s maybe I mean maybe it started in the late 70s I don't know but I feel like it was more 80s 90s yeah. The, the 80s arpeggio when they uh figured out how to sync up the arpeggiator to the click yep that's that one sort of game over okay no that's what I thought um and then, like I said, you have some of that in your music. Let's let's talk about Lost Cities. It's a cool fucking album. Um, it's a Thank really you. it's a Thank really you. unique story. Not, to, I mean, I mean, I feel like everyone kind of has their background into you know why they if there's a reason behind their album if there's anything. Yours is unique, so um, you guys defined it. And again, kind of touched on the piece you had. Um, what was the what was the magazine y'all were you had a feature in? Um, it's the Venice. 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 It was Venice. Magazine, okay. yeah. I was worried about for some reason I was going to say that wrong, um, but kind of touching on that piece um you know you define it as the record where you accidentally wrote about like the end of the world right (laughs) and you you you, your band took the perspective of like uh being space travelers who like just acts like somehow found themselves on this world and you know casually um created a collection of stories about this world um totally so who's, I mean that is who's, like who's, remarkable I mean, brain... that you got that. Yeah, well I mean I, it's a it's a fascinating story. I Thanks. am fascinated by the the extraterrestrial. You know, we don't have to go down that rabbit hole, but I will always entertain the rabbit hole. We totally can. Yeah. I was yeah, gonna say yeah. I think you're aliens. too naive to say humans are the only fucking thing in this entire oh, totally. space thing. Uh, I also right? have a new theory though, if you want it. You have a new one? I do. Hmm. Say it. I think okay, the uh, Earth <laughs> is what seventy percent water, right? Yeah. Allegedly, sure. I th- allegedly, I think maybe fish are the main characters, and we're the aliens in the sky. Like a sort of supporting cast. Yeah, we Fuck. pick them out often. We eat them. We're dangerous. Sometimes we throw them back. We're the I was, I mean, I appreciate yeah. that because, I mean, first of all, imagine someone just started doing that to humans. You never, you never know. But well, they do, right? I mean, that's the story, like in the woods and stuff. Yeah. Well, just think about how. 
Oh God! And anyone who doesn't appreciate it, just like this thought is going to just hey, turn it off right now. But like, think, skip. <laughs> think of yeah, right. But like, it's interesting. I love this dive. You think about how long space has been around, how long Earth has been around, and how mm. not as long humans have been around. Who in yeah. the fuck to say is that humans are like the first really intelligent species that was even mm. here, and there wasn't something way before us. I mean, like, even the Egyptians are a good example of people mm. who were arguably so far technologically more advanced than we are now, which we don't know because the earth has been wiped clean so many times since then. And just all those artifacts and data is just gone. We'll never yeah, really 6,000 years is a long time. It's like, I'm saying, like so much <laughs> I'm shit is happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking kidding. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people think the world's 6,000. Anyways, yeah, well, that's well, funny. A lot of people have their own theories. Hey, I respect your own theories, your opinions, whatever. I find it a fascinating topic. Um, so fascinating. But, and well, you're right. We're, we're idiots if we think we're the main characters. Right? That's what I've always thought. You never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And anyone who thinks they know, what the hell do you they actually know? They don't know shit. Were you there yeah. when this shit started? I don't really think I so. I don't know. Probably not. It's yeah. fun to ponder on. Fun to ponder. It's fun to ponder. But yeah, you're, you were really actually, uh, you nailed the, the concept. Uh, essentially, well, it, was, it was like what, what stories um, would we as current Earth sort of leave behind if yeah. there was some, you know, natural disaster or uh, uh, we depopulated Earth and went somewhere else? Like, what would we leave sort of behind if someone stumbled upon yeah. it? Um, and that was sort of the stories that we were kind of trying to articulate and navigate through the record. Um, some of them were uh, light and bright, and there was little glimmers of hope, but most of it was was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fair. I, I also yeah. appreciate... That's one... I I'm, I'm swear to God, I'm done after this. That was one other thought. Is like, who's also to say that we... There hasn't been a life here that's left Earth at this point already and gone somewhere else. Sure, and, yeah. Who knows? There's it. a lot of time that we're not covering. Anyways. Oh, there's too much. There's I, way too much time. I'm going to get back to your point because this show is not about the extraterrestrial. Shout out to the extraterrestrial if they're out there. <laughs> um, yeah. But if, like, you're, uh, if you're listening, please don't kill us or and or kill us and have fun and tell yeah. us what, what's going on. Or if it's us, welcome to the party. Yeah. Sorry for the fish. We really, right? yeah, sorry for the fish. We really just want to be friends here and kind of learn what the vibe is. Totally. Um, but I guess whose brainchild was this? Was it a collective brainchild and... I, I, when I just look at the story, listen to the songs, this could just be me. Mm. It feels like there was a marijuana or two involved. And, like, that's how mm. deep this shit goes. Is like, this rabbit hole is one that requires <laughs> mm. something. I like it. It's like, you would have, like, I feel like you can't find yeah. this kind of depth and meaning to an album like this without without substance. But maybe my creative brain is not as creative as yours. Well, you would be approximately, like, 20 percent correct 20 to 30 percent <laughs> correct yeah we have Specific. we have uh um, aja partakes yes love that love that um well this we'll sync up soon, think the we'll other one will we'll leave for a mystery yeah uh, it's, not, okay. it's not me or matt because we're both sort of you know nailed to the x okay uh, hey, but we uh yeah and i think that the brainchild was kind of like so i'm big with uh like treatments in terms of anytime there's a story I have to make a deck I have to make a treatment I'm a, a film director outside of the band so that's sort of my job is to like okay. take an idea and fully realize it typically on paper before it gets awarded so <laughs> we likely went really really hard into 
the like backstory or the concept of the record stuff that we really appreciated and we typically don't even share it um unless it's it's like asked but there's certainly we we love world building and so that that was like a big part of us and and honestly it we didn't know that it was going to inform so many decisions in the writing and in the recording process but it did there was there was times in the studio where you know we literally were like we have to remember high level what this is about so what what does that sort of lyric sound like or what is that um what is that sound that we've been looking for and our producer loved to uh we had like um pieces of paper with printed words printed all over the studio and one of the things that resonated with me was like uh anytime we'd get stuck we'd like blindly point at something and it was it could say like zero gravity and that's like all it said and that would give us the idea of like oh we know what the bridge needs to feel like or we know what the you know the sound that we've been looking for yeah. uh needs to feel like or it'll say like break the vacuum and or it'll say damn that's um, cool yeah and so and it was kind of like you couldn't miss because yeah it uh it's like you know it's like I'm a Capricorn, so everything I do is exactly what it says because that's just where my head goes. It was almost like you couldn't miss. You could point to something and it would feel relevant to what we were working on. Yeah. We spent so much time prior. I feel like I remember it being such a exploration in terms of the concept and what we were going after. We we sort of like, you know, we had, we had this, uh, we had this sort of, we had songs that we were working on and then we kind of came up with the concept and we ran with this idea of of what does it look like to write a record from the perspective of like future in the future coming p- space creatures coming back to earth and like what would they find so once we found that we sort of had the umbrella and it kind of like you said it really did help sort of inform how we were going to finish whether it was a lyric on this song or how does this need to sound based on this sort of large larger arc of a story mm-hmm. and it's That's like sp- it's like specific but it's broad enough to where we were able to write in like any direction with the tone of the thing and like yeah. the concept being sort of the common thread so what'd you guys what'd you guys learn about area 51 in your travels uh, less about Area Fifty. Well, actually, we did watch a really awesome Bob Lazar oh, documentary that was epic. about a few. I mean, if you're familiar with Bob Lazar, he is love Bob Lazar. Yeah, I mean, what a remarkable. We hope he's right. We hope that's story. all truthful because it's fucking crazy. You know, it has to be because he's so over people asking him. Yeah, he's like, I fucking told you in the '80s, and I'll tell you today. This is what happened, and if you don't believe me fuck right off stop asking yep. me no Concert, more interviews kick rocks i didn't make any money off being famous for this yep. i actually lost everything by the way i have nothing to mm-hmm. gain and so he's either clinically insane uh or he's right and i think he's not insane well so. let's be honest why are they giving high clearance like that to a clinically insane person then huh correct they wouldn't exactly yeah. good point well my my Except favorite for, song of yours on that one what, i mean what was that i was i was asking andrew if he knew what what time is it? It's uh, I think we're good. Four forty-one. Um, Sorry, we can. 
I was going to say, I my favorite song of yours is Visitors. Um, oh, I was thanks. curious about where that where Visitors comes along on that journey, um, on your little alien journey to Earth. Uh, where's Visitors in that timeline? Well, on the record, what number song is that on the record? Six or seven? I think it's that towards one, the bottom. Yeah. I don't think the record... I think the record was kind of... There was some chronological happenings, mm-hmm. but certainly not. A lot of the songs, if you think about it, you could zoom in on a song and that song might be telling a human story. So you might hear a song that sounds like a love song. It's because it is. Um, and that would sort of be from the umbrella perspective of the whole record and the concept that's like zooming in on like one specific story of humanity in this idea of spaceship earth. Yeah. And I think actually maybe all smoke and a fire is closer to that. Visitors is in the, to answer your question, cause I just, I think I realized your question in the narrative visitors falls into, it could be the end, but it, of the record, but it's not. It actually falls into collectively these space travelers are like, um, hey, we came, we sort of saw what it was. This place is garbage, it's trash. Uh, And essentially the chorus, um, send a supernova, just take it out. Like there's nothing, there's nothing left here to kind of save. And that was, uh, their perspective at that moment, it was it. It seemed like unsalvageable. Can't, um, can't totally disagree at this point. Yeah. So they're like, you know, it's it's t- fuck it. Or it's time for us to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we we've actually we've actually got nothing nothing left here to uh, to try and salvage. Nothing left to explore. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So that's that well, that I, is where visitors sits in that narrative. Ultimately, okay. it doesn't seem like that's actually what what happened like i don't think they actually mm-hmm. left but it was it was certainly their um their mood at the time well no i i appreciate the dive into lost cities i really want to cover it and, and hope people can you know get this far in the episode and listen to it because i love like maybe it's not totally chronological but just like you know you think of like dark side of the moon it's a classic one i like to refer to in terms of a chronological album how everything just fits into each other it just kind of rolls along you don't have to skip a song everything just flows right into each other like Lost Cities is kind of a like a story. Obviously, once you understand the background to it, it makes listening to it so much more interesting. You kind mm. of like you know, kind of tune into the lyrics a little bit more. Love that. Um, yeah. And I love that like aspect of music when you can start like yourself picking picking apart a song and really try to see where the artists are coming from when they're when that in that creative process. Um, uh, while we're on creative process, y'all got a lot of tattoos. I look like a lot of the bandmates have tattoos. Who's got the best tattoos in the band? The best tattoos. I think we got the most fucked up tattoo too. The one that makes the least amount of sense. <laughs> so <laughs> Christian likes to get blastovers. What we call a blastover, which is when you yeah, have you a just tattoo, get a tattoo just, over the other tattoo, the existing one, and not like a cover up, like a blastover. Doesn't it just turn into a black blob at one point? Well, some like, might say you said it. I didn't say that. <laughs> some might Christian, say Christian. I love Sorry, your Christian. blastovers. They're uh, beautiful. They're so amazing. great. <laughs> Um, it's art. It's art. Matt Matt gets like spooky tattoos. He has like spooky space. Tattoos. Yeah, he gets like spooky. We space all tattoos. got um. We all got mine's here. We all got tattoos actually that were like oh during the record the recording record. process. See that this says two two five okay. five. That was sort of like the, this one's mine. The year we two two five five. Uh, we set the narrative in two two five. Um, yeah, that's what okay. the 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 record takes place in twenty two fifty five. Okay. 
So. Well, that makes a lot of sense. And hey, uh, tattoos with meaning, tattoos without meanings. Uh, what did you just call the one that uh, Christian's got a lot of? Blastovers. Blastovers. It all works. Yeah. I just noticed y'all have a bunch he of He just loved the, the tattoos so much he needed two of them in the same spot. <laughs> it's just double Just need to duplicate it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> Sorry, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> He'll forgive you one day. It's okay. Uh, so, I mean, Band of Five, what's been really the ultimate highlight for y'all since you guys kind of came together? You know, whether it's uh, like a moment of realization as a band or a show, you know, what's kind of been like, if you were to look back on everything for kids mm-hmm. right now, fuck the future at this point, what's been the defining moment for y'all or what's been just like the just the best experience to come out of this this time together? It's mm, a good question. It's a great question. I think it's a spectrum. I think that we have these really awesome goosebump sort of aha moments in three different well two different places we have them in the studio when we've cracked the code on a song and we hear it back probably for the first time or the second time and it's it's normally with someone with headphones who won't let anyone else hear it and they do something and then they're like fucking got it and then we and then we all whoa that is certainly like such a moment that is hard to create a parallel to anything else and then playing live like a live experience we've had a few like shows where we've like looked across from each other and been like whoa and not because we're opening for the best band in the world or because the venue's sold out or anything but like just this like copacetic whoa that this feels like something special yeah dude i can i've i've always thought to be a sick moment you've been touring lost cities right we've kind of been trying it we released it in the middle of the pandemic it's a bit dodgy yeah it's a bit dodgy so we have played the record i guess formally one time at okay at, at a venue in south florida once uh september the numbers went down people were getting vaccinated yeah. we felt comfortable so was yeah. it september last year yeah september, september of last year we did we did a weekender we did um a show here that did so well and then we flew with spirit the next day of um, course to new york and played there and i mean it was like we got the bug at that point we were like please world turn back we gotta on do it <laughs> we've got to play the this. itch you need to scratch exactly yeah. so we have, we have a few shows coming up. We have shows coming up. We have dates. We have some dates. July 21st. Get those things on the website. July yeah, let's, 21st. Let's yeah, did you hear that, Christian? Get it on the website. <laughs> Christian does our website stuff. Christian, <laughs> July 21st. Hello. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in Atlanta, and then I think we might have a few other ones in the works. Um, well, we love playing the songs live, so. Well, who do I need to beat up to get you guys in Seattle? Mm. <sighs> maybe nobody. Maybe Maybe there's Maybe some nobody. pacific northwest stuff in the works who knows let's do let's do that hey i want to be a show about breaking news yeah breaking music news so i love that uh whatever you're allowed to share you know give me some spoilers what's coming up for y'all uh you you had a christmas song released i i fucking listened to Hell it yeah thank Am you i can add it to my christmas Amazing. my christmas listens yes <laughs> But Let's like, go. but what's coming up for the band? You know, maybe maybe new releases. Obviously, it's on July twenty first. Christian website, <laughs> um, uh, another live show coming up. Um, but like music wise, what's what's been in the works in the background that you know we can kind of look forward to? We've been sort of demoing and recording new material 
for like months now and we love it we love it we love it we hate it we hate it we hate it uh we move on mm-hmm. we revisit it and it's sort of this process right now that we've we've never really done like super glorified demos before we go into the studio typically they're like a little bit rougher and then we figure it out when we go somewhere far away and and so now we're trying this like sort of slow burn and okay. the songs are like really good we think and so we're not trying to um we're trying to take this process and do it correctly but long long answer uh is that short answer we're working on new material and um you can expect it soon yeah you could expect it soon we're really excited um stand by well i kind of like that are we i like that no i like that approach you know you you were Okay, but uh, we, the, you know, the rigors of recording it takes a while for us to all. The good thing about a five-way dictatorship that is a band is that there's always a, I almost sounded sexual. there's always a, <laughs> there's always um, a party that wins. But the downside of that is uh, you don't want to piss anybody off. So mm-hmm. it can be yeah. we we painstake over the I think. We love playing shows live, but I think I can speak for everybody that we love making new music the most. And um, we've been working over the past year and a half on a ton of new material, like Josiah said. So we're excited to to sort of start to see how the stuff we've been working on is going to shape up into some releases, um, hopefully soon. So nothing oh, yeah. too All much right. outside of that that we can say yet. But we've time stamped. We've time stamped it. Hopefully soon. Um, well, when you guys do come to Seattle, I'm making it a requirement at this point. I, I'm not going to beat up anyone at Spirit Airlines for it, but I'm going to be up with someone to get you guys out to Seattle. Love that. Love um, it. I'm gonna th- and I'm going to thank Spirit Airlines and uh, the afters. We are um, advocate here for my chaos. Idea. We've really plugged yeah. Spirit today. Yes. Yeah, it's Jesus good. Christ. It's turning into a, yeah, you need a sponsorship of sorts. Put the banner yeah. at the well, bottom of the Maybe this you can be in touch with Spirit people. Spirit Let's, Airlines. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll do an ad read at the beginning. What did you pay? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Free flights? Um my my idea is when you guys do come out to Seattle, if we want to set a Guinness World Record for smallest venue in history, my downstairs neighbor plays his shit way too loud. So I'm thinking, <laughs> let's go. Let's get the band Match set up in up. my apartment well. and show him what the fuck is up with some good hey, music and a bunch what of us loud come from like, like punk and hardcore backgrounds, so we're accustomed to we house have shows. Played worse shows. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get the place all tidied up for you. Perfect. Well, awesome. I really appreciate y'all coming on. Um, you know, I'll, I'll let you plug real quick where the people should find you. Obviously, if anyone's going to check out Audio Bistro, I'll have the links to everything for kids. It'll be on the website where they can find you on Instagram, uh, Twitter, the website, of course. But, you know, any anything else that you'd want to want to give a quick shout out to for uh, some fans to find you at? Um, yeah, I mean, our ins- I don't know if it's did you mean our Instagram and like what did I, I don't say? know what you said. I think you said website. <laughs> Our handles, well, our handles at the band Your kids, uh, at the band yeah, kids, um, on Instagram and our Facebook actually was my personal Facebook was hacked and <laughs> got Ooh, deleted, connected. which was connected to the band's Facebook. The so now we have Ooh. no control over it other than it kids gate, kids gate really being uh, linked to the Instagram so we can post stuff to it because it automatically does it, but we can't interact with anybody. Um, I don't know if the kids are using Facebook these days. I don't anyways. think they are, but in case 
they do, sorry, we haven't at said the, anything. At the worst case, you can also find us. Maybe Our website dope. is this. This is yep. kids. dot com. So slow. Yeah, name, and but. Matt's phone number is nine five four. Can I? Do that? <laughs> Don't worry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Just it's just spam text. It's all right. You'll get over it. But yeah, that I really appreciate you guys coming on. Huge fan of your music. Obviously, uh, if, if anyone missed it, we got new music coming soon. Uh, we got we got new shows coming up in July. Um, I'll make sure to you know let the people know about it. You guys are coming out to Seattle. You just promised mm-hmm. me that, so it'd be we'll a real shame if you break that promise now. Um, but you both y'all, thank you so much for Thanks coming for on, us. and you know look forward to following up with y'all soon and hear what you guys got. Thanks for having on. us, man. Cheers. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, cheers. <laughs>